everyone, and welcome to episode 234 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here, as always, with Lauren. Hi, guys. Now, that was some build-up, right? I know. It was so good. You missed me so much, didn't you? When you went on uh, Ryan's podcast, you're just kind of like, oh, I miss talking to my lady. Yeah, for for reference there, um, and that was a, yeah, sure, Lauren. Um, <laughs> um, I, I went on uh, Ryan, aka the Nightscope Prince's Twitch uh, podcast on Thursday last week. And we talked about Seven Remake and Final Fantasy 16, and it was very, very interesting. There yeah, were some nice. good questions from the community. We had some uh, famous people like the Sphere Hunter in the chat. And it was, uh, yeah, it was great to talk to everyone. And I, um, I don't think people re- realized I was reading the chat because at one point someone said something that I vehemently disagreed with and I called them out for it. And they, they then, um, said that they were being, uh, joking. They were joking around. Mm. So. That is were the they? one thing. That's the question. Were they joking around? <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys if you were there and you checked it out. Um, and uh, yeah, it was re- it was really, really cool to be able to... Yeah, the plan was for Lauren to be on there too. Yeah. But both of us have been feeling not necessarily too great over the last two weeks. So I didn't go on one of the live streams a couple of weeks ago just because I just was not He passed with it. out. He was just and gone. And Lauren was much the same on thursday basically yeah unfortunately but i think i'm feeling a bit better now i'm just it's just exhaustion guys like we are just so tired for some reason our daughters have got into the cycle of waking up between the hours of 5 and 5 30 why 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 like i you know like i'm a morning person but like i sort of think okay if i wake up earlier than the kids I can at least get some time for me, but like I can't wake up earlier than 5.30. If I do, I'm going to have to go to sleep like at 7.30 to accommodate for the fact that I have to wake up at like 3.30 yeah. in order for me to beat the children. And that sounds really bad. Uh, in order for me to, <laughs> to succeed in having me time in the morning. But it's yeah. a it's created a very difficult uh, scenario because it, we can't guarantee which one of them is going to wake up either. No. Sometimes it could be Ali waking up Lizzie and vice versa. And they don't seem to really, I mean, Lizzie, it's understandable, but Ali doesn't really seem to have an appreciation that if she wakes up Lizzie, then her her time is gone. Yeah. She's lost it. <laughs> yeah. She's done. But then sometimes it seems like she wants it. Like this morning, she was shouting at the top of her lungs, baby shark. And I was just kind oh, of like, you know oh, my God. Do you know why? why? When I went in there and asked her why she was uh, singing baby shark as, as loud as she could, she said that she was singing it to help her get back to sleep. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's it's child logic, right? Yes. Scream at the top of your lungs to help yourself get back to sleep. But anyway, that's uh, a couple of minutes talking about our our current live situation mm-hmm. hopefully you guys enjoyed that it has nothing to do with final fantasy no, but hopefully you get some insight yes because it's uh it, the yeah, struggle the, the struggle. struggle is real <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about final fantasy 16 because as uh, yoshida promised he said something and it was delivered on time it's it's such a weird <laughs> world to be in i know christmas miracle he said they were going to release the official website by the end of october and it was launched by the end of October. Right at the end, I will add. Yeah. Right at the end. But he was a man of his word. He was a man of his word. So today we are going to be talking all about everything that was revealed because there was actually quite a lot more than I think we were expecting. 
including the names of the characters we've seen. We also got to na- know the the name of the world, some of the nations that we're going to be seeing. And I'm sure they'll add some more to it later because we didn't really get anything more about icons in the official sense. Mm. But there's going to be so much. Basically, there's tons of stuff to speculate, especially because whoever it was was in charge of the social media accounts tweeted something that they were not supposed to <laughs> and it got taken away and replaced by something else you naughty boy yes someone someone got a slap on the wrist for that one uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what that means uh based on what was divulged but we're going to be talking about that in a little bit because now we're going to be doing some shout outs for our patreon executive producers and we're going to kick things off as always with barry norton and Northron zero thurin bullen at massacre 23 Fayez Bilal. Lewis James. Zach Duranto. Rachel Casterton at Urban Yun Ray. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Darren Matthews at Doomster 73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Ryzen. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Namejin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Miles Ribbons. Chris Pope at Dr. Pop 181. Freya Stella. Flip Seared Nuss. Tom Hughes at Tom underscore Hughes 22. Yam Potato. Noah Latrell. Mitch Elliott. Sam Ennis. Tim Michael Verne at Phoenix02SA. Joshua Johnson at The Cancer Bus. Lauren Luscombe. Chris Willis. And Marco Lilu. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, everyone. Okay, so yes, the Final Fantasy 16 website was officially launched, and it was launched in a mass load of languages. Slightly weird. Um, I guess it's for the pre-order bonuses later down the line and stuff. But there is a UK, a, a US, there's uh, like an international English version, basically tons of different English versions, which all have exactly the same information on them. Mm. But the international one says like Spanish, French, Japanese, German, Italian. Mm. Don't think there are any more. Um, Mexican, Mexican Spanish as well. Mm. And Brazilian, Portuguese. Um, so there were more. And uh, they all had slight differences in terms of the information that they they had on them, mm. which I found quite interesting. So, for example, in like the English one and the Japanese, when they were talking about the nations, some of the icons were disclosed in the small summary they had. And uh, some of them were redacted. So it was like a like an ill uh, grayed out image that was there, there instead of the summer name. But in the Mexican version, that grayed out image wasn't there. They just mm. rephrased it so they didn't tease that there's an icon in those nations and like some of the nation names are slightly different depending on the country which i guess you'd expect because they say things in slightly different ways but then it also does make things a bit muddier in terms of consistency of how things are referred to around the world yeah like why are some people getting the information like i mean i know it's obviously not the not the same as getting the information because the information is redacted but why why do it that way for one area and not the other yeah so the main thing that they revealed was the name of the main character. And this has been something that, I don't know, like it's been a while since we've been in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like w- the last main character that we got knowledge of was Noctis and Lightning, mm. really. We haven't had a new main character to sort of think about or, or get get excited about for a, such a long time that it's just hard to think back about how they would normally drip feed this information out and release it and get people excited because i seem to remember with lightning that when they announced her name uh, there were lots of rumors about it not actually being her name like Mm. it was a code name and obviously that did turn out to be true in the 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 grand scheme of the narrative but for the most part she's lightning she's not claire 
Yeah. No one refers to her as Claire unless uh, you're kind of an ardent fan and want to do that. Yeah, but, most but nobody know would as, yeah. know. Nobody would know who you were talking about if you just yeah. came out and said, "Oh, I really love Claire from Final Fantasy 13." Like who? I think like yeah, like like hardcore fans would know, but yeah, like it's 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 not who people would associate. Like non fans would know Lightning. Mm-hmm. Non fans would not know Claire Farrell. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's been it's been a really long time since we've had a protagonist reveal, and yeah, Lightning and Noctis were the last two. And this time they didn't reveal the name off the bat, but now we know that the main character is going to be called Clive. Yay, Clive! Clive. <laughs> it's a it's a very I don't want to say unFinal Fantasy name. But they don't typically go for like a normal English name mm. that I can think of. Like any protagonist. Well, that's a thing. I think that they'd literally look in the baby names book and be like, what hasn't been used in the last 200 years? This name? All right, cool. We'll get it. Or like, let's just change one of the, let's just change one of the consonants. Yeah, that looks good. All right. That, that works. <laughs> you know? I mean, like we have had some, obviously, like Edgar. Yeah. Edgar. Edgar um, is an is a, is a actual name. But like, if you're thinking back, yeah, like Noctis, Lightning, like even even like the kind of supporting cast, like Vanille, Fang, Hope, like they're not traditional names by any mm. stretch of the imagination. And going back all the way through, it's it's pretty much been the same. Like no protagonists have standard traditional Western names. Maybe they just realized how much of a problem they created when they named Cloud Cloud and Squall Squall, because if you search for them on Google... You have to specify that it's Final Fantasy that you're looking for. Well, Otherwise, it's going to be even worse now. <laughs> Clive. Clive. Well, no, because like it's just a bunch of old men when you search Clive. Is it? Let's yeah. see what happens if I just search for Clive. Uh, or Clive Owen. Robert Clive. What yeah. is the meaning of Clive? So it's not even the guy. It's not even the guy's first name. It's his second name. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. So Clive, like, like the Wikipedia page for Clive doesn't even come up. It's, he won't. It, he won't have too much competition well for reference robert clive was a major general and the first baron of first baron clive he was a uh, the clive known as clive of india <laughs> now we we have clive of final fantasy clive, yes. clive of rosaria yeah he's gonna replace clive of india in yeah. google at some point probably not see but yeah so clive clive rossfield is his actual name full name Mm. I mean, like, I'll be interested to see because obviously there's like a a big thing on um, the name uh, sort of reflecting his role in the story. And we see the two different versions of him in the trailer where it's young him and old him. They've pretty much confirmed that it is both the same. Um, And yeah, so it should it should make sense once we actually see it. Yeah, and I think that's where they've come from with the name. They didn't just like go through the yeah. like, name berry and be like, oh, well, yeah, Clive's not popular anymore. Let's just bring that one back. Yeah. I, I think they've looked at the entomology of, of loads of, uh, sorry, etymology of uh, loads of different names and just thought, okay, well, this one makes sense in the context of what this character is trying to achieve or mm. is going to go through. So we'll go with Clive. Although, do you think it's going to be pronounced Cleave? It might be. I hope not, because that's not how... It's going to be another point of confusion, right? We, there exactly. are so many localization issues when it comes down to the, the how names are pronounced. And like there have been jokes about it being Cleave. Like, if that is the case, then 
English people are just going to lose their mind <laughs> because it's. I mean, the whole Tidus Titus thing is bad enough, but there are so many different issues when it comes to pronouncing names throughout the Final Fantasy franchise,、mm. and they can't even be consistent themselves most of the time.、Mm. And so, yeah, like I mean, I as an English person, I really hope it's Clive,、mm-hmm. but there have been people saying it could be Cleve. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind either way. Like a name is. A name is a name, but I mean, in my opinion, my favorite Final Fantasy protagonist name has actually been Lightning. I just, I don't know, Lightning was just really cool. But、um, hopefully, we'll see how this one, this one suits him. Let's see. So, are you going by based on the katakana for what it should be? I'm just thinking, like, because I know that's obviously what people do as I, well. They go by the katakana. I is I is、um, always e in Japanese, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So in Japanese, it's a、uh, kariva. Kariva. Yeah. Kariva. Kariva. So yeah, cleave. I really hope that's not the actual case, because like this is the thing that actually、um, I'm going to go on a small rant here. When it comes down to the, the how how characters are, have their names pronounced. So many people reference back to the Japanese version as the intended way, but、mm-hmm. that then. Removes localization、mm. from the equation because how names are said in Japanese doesn't actually reflect how they're supposed to be said. I mean, like the the franchise is not said Final Fantasy in Japanese because they don't have those words or those that they, they can't say it that way. So、mm. it, it becomes like this: it's their own interpretation of how Final Fantasy should be said. Yeah, like and a lot of character names they're 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 intended to be a certain way. Yeah, so like Aerith. Um, and Eris was was obviously a, a quintessential one, but like you know, some names are just flow changed. Like Tina and Terra, they just they just got rid of Bots, Bots. Like there are there are different <laughs> names.、Uh, that name will、yeah. never not be funny. There、me. there are different names, and it's okay to have d- different ways of pronouncing the names depending on the territory you're in.、Mm. Like Zidane was obviously the big one because depending on where you are in the world, you're going to say that name in a completely different way. Yeah,、uh, and like in I know that in like France. It, He was given a, a completely different name because they didn't want the association with the football player.、Mm-hmm. Like it, it, there are so many different reasons as to why a character could be named something. It's just weird how like Square Enix is the one that's like so. There's it is such a thing with them because you think about like Resident Evil series. There's no question over it's Leon, it's Claire, it's Ada. Like you know, it's there's well, Leon, Leon, but. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, they're, that they're is their、names. name, and I think that's the thing. Like because Final Fantasy, they often make up names. It, yeah, people then come down to their own personal experiences as to how they would pronounce those names,、mm. and so it's it's always very difficult when it comes down to what the actual pronu-、uh, how how it's actually pronounced. Because then, like you know, the whole Titus situation. I think pretty much everyone in the Western world would say it as Titus. Uh, English-speaking Westerners, but like you know, but I don't a lot of think... Europeans would wouldn't say Titus because that's not how they would pronounce those vowels and、mm-hmm. consonants. But then the only reason that he's called Titus is because someone who was working in localization、exactly. that was based in Japan said, "Well, this is how it probably should be said based on what you're saying."、Mm-hmm. But that's not the reality. I mean, James Arnold Taylor kind of also said, like you know, this is why I say Titus, but I probably wouldn't say that if you'd asked me. How you'd say this name in in English? I wouldn't have said Tidus, yeah, because there's no there's no precedent for that. There's no, I don't think there's any words where it's T I D and you say T. But I guess that's the thing. The only reason why it's a problem is because 
we've just had our own interpretation of how it was supposed to be pronounced exactly. way back when. Like, this is going to be right from the beginning. He's going to either be pronounced Cleve or Clive, and that's just going to be it. And, like, we can sort of be like, oh, it's silly, but, like, at the end of the day, yeah. that that's what it's going to be, and it's and fine. It's, I think that is very much the point. Like, the, they have to... They have to address it almost they have immediately. To draw a line in the sand. Well, now. I remember with Final Fantasy fifteen, there was the whole issue with uh, Aranea because mm. when she was first yeah, announced, that's it was Aranea. That's true because it's an actual word. Mm. Like it's it's, and I still struggle. But then they were like, "No, it's Aranea," and then everyone was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, but I guess we'll kind of go with it. And you know, there there have been other instances where that has been the case, but where they've chosen to be ambiguous around it that's when it's caused a lot of the problems yeah because people do come up to the, they draw they do draw their own conclusions and then when those conclusions don't play out it's really hard to change certain things and you know i still fall back on on certain um ways i would say character names even mm. now from from the older games pre-voice acting mm. because that's just the way it is and like even with the voice acting because I know that some people have a an issue with the way I... Because I say Wacker. Yeah. I don't say Walker. Which is why whenever I play Final Fantasy IX, um, I will always pronounce Zidane as a uh, monkey butt. Yeah, much easier. Yeah. <laughs> and Steiner is ugly. So it's all good. But yeah, it's just it's just one of those um, things. Because I know also with Ico, I'd say Ico, but some people would call her Eco. Mm. as well because technically i think in the japanese one it's she's said it, it spells out eco mm. um but then it's just yeah there's there's at the end of the day everyone knows who you're talking about yeah, yeah so if exactly. we do call him cleave or clive he's but then i guess like the only the only trump is like why have they not had the same issue with um with kingdom hearts I like think they just chose really basic names because they well like they, all their names are uh, really simple in Japanese, aren't they? Mm. Well, yeah, but I mean, like Kyrie, like that really shouldn't be a name that that works with English speakers, but it is spelt with an I and um, an I at the end, even though it makes an E sound, and I in the middle, Kai, Kairi, Kairi. Yeah, I'd say that. I, I think I would have probably said that Kyrie before. I... It's just weird. It, like all I'm saying is that it's just weird how some of them just like work. Like Kyrie is we we pronounce it that way. That's the only way that you can pronounce it. Yeah, and... Sora, Riku. But yeah, there there's just but yeah, yeah, Riku, that... Riku, Riku. Mm. So... I definitely only say Riku, but yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> Maybe there's somebody in the world who says Riku, 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 Riku. Either way. I'm actually debating now how I would say the name. Either way, yeah. So Clive was uh, revealed as the the main character. Apparently, in the uh, in the younger version of what we see, he's only 15, mm. which 15. is yeah, which is insane. He looks so much older than 15. Well, we know that they have a problem with age. We do. It's because Japanese people are always awesome at aging, and we are just confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he actually looks older. Never mind. That doesn't work that way. Yeah, there was like really developed, mature. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, then obviously his brother we knew was was Joshua. That was revealed within the original trailer. And uh, also Joshua Rossfield, Rossfield, sorry. And then um, the the last character is the little girl. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to see that she's called Jill Warwick. And she's 12 years old, apparently. Joshua's 10. Mm. And we learned that she is not actually... 
she's kind of like their adopted sister. Mm. So she's not a blood relation, but uh, she was taken in basically to kind of broker a peace deal with the Northern Territories, which is obviously pretty standard uh, with mm. like medieval stuff where um, girls would be used to foster peace between two nations through marriage or, or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what she was, she was used for. Uh, she was given to... Rosaria as a kind of peace offering, um, and Rosaria. Here you go. Yeah. Have my daughter. <laughs> and Rosaria chose to uh, treat her with kindness, and uh, um, and the the Archduke raised her basically as his daughter alongside his two sons, which which to me makes it feel as though she is going to be used as some kind of plot device at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, she's going to be she's going to be important to the plot. I don't think she's going to be a playable character, but. I feel as though she's going to be a motivator for Clive at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, it definitely feels... um, Well, some people think that she's going to be, like, Shiva. um, But... Or that she's going to... That's going to be her thing, her dominant. Um, But... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I know a lot of people are comparing her to, to Luna Freya. Like a lot of people are sort of saying how similar a sort of um, connection between Joshua and her like looks a bit like Noctis and Lunafreya. Joshua also has a thing about his dogs. Mm. So it do- it really does feel that way. But then you've also made the connection between uh, Delita and uh, what's her name? Titra. Titra. That's it. Which if you play tactics, yeah, I mean, know that no, it doesn't end that well. There's no Delita kind of character that we've seen mm. within 16 so far but but jill obviously with with Tetra, but she's really there's a similarity cute. there i really like i really like the design of her i think she looks really sweet and i hope that she's protected yeah and i really hope that what we've seen of these characters obviously builds out because uh, i'd imagine that clive is going to be the only playable character of the three mm. we don't know if there's going to be more than one playable character i'd like mm. to think there will be but if uh, Yoshida is is kind of following the Matsuno mantra, then there will be a ton and ton of supporting characters, all with a lot of motivations and backstory relating to their role mm-hmm. and how the how the story progresses around them. And like that really excites me mm-hmm. because this is just the start, essentially, of of learning about all these different characters because we've seen so many more characters within that original trailer as well. Mm-hmm. And they've obviously all got names and roles to play within the narrative. Yeah, like, I mean, there's so many people that we don't even know the name of yet. So we got a lot to learn. Yes. And then the other big thing uh, that they showed off was the world. So we know that, uh, well, there's, um, before I actually say anything else, there's, there are a lot of weird similarities here with the world of uh, Final Fantasy twelve and Ivalice in general. Mm. So the world in 16 is called Valisthea. And I presume, again, that's something that we may have to get clarification on how it's pronounced. Um, but yes, Valisthea is, is kind of how we're working with it being pronounced at the moment. That obviously has a slight similarity to Ivalice. Yeah. So Valisthea, Ivalice. And... Um, there could be a similarity there. Uh, so the main nation that we know about with the Rossfields is Rosaria. And obviously in Final Fantasy XII, there is a Rosaria as mm. well. In the English version, it's it's spelt slightly different mm. in, in twelve, but in the Japanese version, it's spelt exactly the same. Like there is no difference whatsoever. 
And so it could be a um, a, a former version of the nation, but it could just be what they sometimes do in Final Fantasy as well, where they'll have nations that that pay homage to something that's happened in the past. Yeah. You know, there's there's multiple... Um, they, naming conventions are often reused in, yeah. in the way, but I guess the way that they're doing it here is quite extreme because one of the other nations is the Republic, uh, the Dalmakian Republic. Mm. And on face value, that doesn't sound very similar to Damasia. But if you get rid of the H from Dalmakia and replace the K with a C, it spells Dalmasia. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, we know, we know that Yoshi P is a massive, massive Ivelisse fan. Ivelisse, Ivelisse, Ivelisse. So, like, I mean, he's gonna, he's just pumping it full. Yeah, he's going crazy. And then, yeah, yeah the other, the other uh, four he's nations that we know it. of are um, the Sa- the Holy Empire of Sandbreck. The, um, the kingdom of Waled, uh, which also could be Wal- Walod. I don't know how that one's pronounced. Um, and then there's the last one is the Iron Kingdom, which is a bit easier. Mm. It's just Iron Kingdom. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> what should we name the last thing, guys? Uh, Iron. Iron's cool. Yeah. The Iron Throne. Yeah. Stick it in. Because, yeah, this is one of the things, again, where like there are lots of differences. So I was I was mapping out all of the different uh, regions or, or cities or whatever we call them, kingdoms. And looking at how they're um, how they're known throughout all the different languages, and there is a decent amount of deviation mm. amongst the different languages in terms of how these nations will be referred to. The only one that has the the um, consistency is the Iron Kingdom. I think. <laughs> um, We're not faltering on that. It, yeah, it can't be. I mean, what Bronze Kingdom in one of the languages? Yeah. No. <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's you get pretty, the lesser. You get the lesser of yeah, the kingdoms. It's pretty consistent. And then I guess the the thing that was cool about this is that they yes, as I mentioned before, some of the icons were redacted against these nations. Other ones were revealed. So we obviously know that Phoenix is related to Rosaria, but they revealed that uh, Dalmachia will have the icon of Titan related to them as a special advisor to their government which is consists of five different uh smaller states um but we don't know the icon of sandbreak or waled Walod, um but it was teased mm. so sandbreak could be shiva based on the color schemes uh, but it also they're very holy so it could be alexander but also we know that they have a connection with dragons because the dragoons come from Sandbreck. There's a dragoon in uh, and a wyvern in the concept art. There's dragoons or wyverns in the in the flag, and they also <laughs> in case you didn't tell, you couldn't they, tell. <laughs> yeah, and they also worship an uh, a kind of a, a deity. Uh, and Bahamut is often seen as uh, like the king of deities or a, a deity within the realm of Final Fantasy. So Bahamut could also be associated with Sandbreak. Um, so it's, it's good that they've given us lots of room for speculation in that regard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Waled is, their flag basically has a six-legged horse and a big spear. So mm-hmm. that one seems a bit more clear-cut that it's Odin. But again, you know, until it's official, we don't we don't really know. It's like an Indigo Mentoya moment. Yeah, it's Mentoya. like, oh, well, there's like all these summons that have appeared throughout the you franchise. You my father, prepare to die. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it definitely, I definitely, like, I would, well, no, maybe I won't bet money. I'll bet pride that it is Odin. Yeah, and then um, 
I guess Garuda is another one, but the I mentioned a redacted piece of information. Mm. Essentially, on the English Twitter account, they they in the profile for Clive that they posted up for some reason they mentioned that there are at least nine icons in the world, mm. and I mentioned at least. So yeah, there's nine for sure. There could be more. We don't know. They referred to I-、uh, Ifrit as a dark icon, the only one that was referred to as such. So there could be numerous dark icons. We don't know, and it feels like yeah, like they they did a whoopsie,、mm-hmm. but then it's now led to a ton of speculation because originally, when、um, before that was revealed, everyone was thinking, okay, well, we know that there's like five icons so far because you've got Shiva, Titan. Phoenix, Ifrit, and probably Garuda, based on like the claw we saw and like the green greenness.、Mm-hmm. That's five. There's five nations done, easy.、Mm-hmm. But then they came out and said, "Well, actually, <laughs> one of the nations doesn't have an icon because they hate them."、Uh, then that leaves four. Okay, and then obviously Ifrit, we were thinking, well, that's a, a side one. So you've got four icons, four nations, easy, easy business. Dalmachia is is Titan. Rosaria is、um, Phoenix.、Uh, Sandbreak is、uh, Shiva, and Willed is is going to be Garuda. Done.、Mm. And then they came out and said, "No, actually, there's nine." So then people were thinking, "Well, that changes things a lot." Now maybe Sandbreak isn't Shiva. Maybe Sandbreak、uh, is another one. Maybe Shiva is、uh, a former icon from the Northern Territories, which don't exist anymore.、Mm. What's all this blank space on the map? <laughs> There's so much,、um, so many question marks now because having nine does open up because、yeah. like Bahamut, Odin, Alexander, Leviathan could be the remaining four that we、mm-hmm. haven't seen. They are always mainstays in the franchise, pretty much. Yeah, and、um, they are some of the most recurring summons that we've seen. Carbuncle would be the other big one.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's it's opened it up considerably because if all of the icons are represented in the same manner that we've seen so far, that's going to be mental. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I'm I'm excited. I hope that they don't reveal too much, like they they've done in the past about them. Like it would be cool to have some surprises. Um, yeah, that's always the thing we we like to have in there. It's why I was really happy with what they did with the Seven Remake. Actually, that I know that we'd spoken about the, some of the difficulties and, and maybe why they were doing it, but they did really only show off stuff.、Uh, well, they did change it because they started just going crazy in like the week or two before release. But in most of the pre-build up stuff, it was very much focused on that first hour or two of the game.、Mm. They didn't really show off too much else、uh, of any significance. Yeah. And it feels as though if they can do a similar approach with sixteen, then that would be great. Because yeah, I like going into games not really knowing what I'm getting into. And it, yeah, sure, you want to know some of the characters and kind of their motivations, but you don't want to know the story. You don't want to, you want to figure out the story and experience it for yourself. Yeah. And I know it's we're in a, a slightly、uh, compromised position because if I wasn't following Final Fantasy in the way that I do because of how we cover it, I probably wouldn't pay any attention. Yeah. To what's going on? Like the game's been revealed, I probably would have watched the trailer. But honestly, aside from that, I probably would not be watching anything else until the game launches. Yeah. Because I want to go in blind. Yeah. I just, I mean, I I'm like that with other games. Like I just generally watch the the first trailer and then just kind of yeah, either I actively choose to not look at other stuff or I um I leave it. 
Although that's kind of a lie because with horror games, I definitely look them up. Yeah, but then you don't buy them. <laughs> it's true. It, it's it, true. it does show you the value of that first trailer, though. Mm. Like if it doesn't if it doesn't hook you and, and get you excited, because like you know, if you think about the original PlayStation Five reveal, there were certain games that you just were really interested in based off of that small one or two minute segment, like yeah. Bug Snacks. You're desperate to get. Yes. The Little Devil Inside was the other one, right? Yes. Um, and uh, everything. So yeah, like that initial trailer. Mm. really does does mean a lot but i I got some uh, really quick questions for you now lauren before we before we um wrap up this i say quick this is probably going to last like 20 minutes um first of all how based on what you've seen so far how do you feel about the direction of the narrative and like the um the the time period they're going for like the aesthetic the type of fantasy like has the, like the reveal of the the different nations and the fact that it's probably going to be some kind of political conflict mm. um has that like made you more excited or, or do you feel as though it's it's a kind of to the detriment i mean like i i'm not always the fan of the political type um atmospheres of of like games like i um I I I would say the games that were more politically focused like um like tactics or like um uh, 12. 12 I generally was sucked out of the sucked out of the world for it because it's just so broad it's so much that you're taking in um so I don't know it honestly like I'm I'm intrigued but I, I'm still kind of like, I don't know if it's for me. So I think we'll see. I feel as though the game that blended it probably the best was Nine. Mm. Because within Final Fantasy Nine, you did have the separate kingdoms like Alexandria and Lindblom. And like there was this kind of, or Clara, Bermacia. There was this kind of undertone of um, wars between the nations and like going around and exploring these different things. But most of it was kind of historical. Like mm. well, Alexandria I mean, like, had all their history. You knew about the different knights and the culture and stuff. And then you went to Limblum and it was very different. And you didn't really get to experience the wars that they would have had in the past. But they, they talk about them a bit. I think you're describing like uh, 8 as well. Like 8 is has a lot of stuff that's going on. And obviously you're like a cadet essentially. Well, I guess the difference but with I, 8 I is don't... that it's, it, it's a different genre of fantasy though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just didn't feel... I didn't feel bored by it, essentially. Like I just, I just get bored about all the sort of wartime stuff. Um, it's partially why, like, it's it's the bit that I like the least about Type Zero. Um, so, yeah, I'm. Um, I guess it's just as long as they don't do too much, just not too much. I think Tactics was a nice blend, mm. much more so than Twelve. I think tactics, they, there were all of the different nations and you had to f- figure out all the different factions and how they related to each other because you had the different, yeah, like kingdoms, church and like the the different groups of people and all their motivations and who's part of what and all this stuff. But I think once you wrap your head around it, it's, it, it does make it a much more rich experience. Mm-hmm. In, ta- in, in 12, it kind of existed, but not really in the same way and i feel as though the reason that it didn't work so well was because the characters just weren't as developed mm. like tactics worked so well because ramza and delita were such strong 
protagonist antagonist however you want to characterize like delita and uh but the other characters are supporting cast uh like his brothers and and like the members of the church and and like why graph like they all had like really clear story arcs mm. whereas in in 12 i feel as though it was a bit more ambiguous like you were following someone who didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things which is yeah. the absolute opposite of, of ramza like vaughn didn't really have anything that he particularly cared about he was mm-hmm. just kind of there along for the ride it's why like they... ash probably should have been the main character of yeah. 12 i mean ash balthier bash like one of the three needed to have that more leading role so that you could follow them a bit more and i think they they kind of um came in and out of the story like there were moments where ash did take the lead but it was never a consistent thing and then you'd go back to vaughn again and like mm. who really cares about your opinion vaughn like you know you've got you've got balthier who is like a former judge magister you've yeah, got like ash who's like the princess of a kingdom you've got bash who um was like a really prominent part of the um the dalmatian army and uh it's like everybody had Mondes a more interesting well. story than Vaughn. and like they all have like really like really big chops in in the game's narrative and and like they have importance whereas Vaughn's just some random kid on the street who basically has no specific talent apart from like being a, a decent thief but like no one knows who he is or or particularly cares who he is mm. he's just there mm. same as Pinello and it's just all the Vaughn fans are just breaking I don't know if there are many around <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Vaughn but yeah, it's like compared to some of the other games where um, there was like a, a a real motivation behind the main character, Vaughn didn't have one. Mm. And even Ash, like you know, this dubious as to whether or not she was a good guy or a bad guy. Mm. Like Vane could Vane, you could look at his his motivations and actually say they were quite um quite noble mm-hmm. in terms of what him and uh, Sid were trying to achieve because they were trying to free humanity from being enslaved. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it was yeah, it was a, it was an interesting narrative. We'll put yeah. it that way. And I I do understand your concerns because mm. twelve was probably one of my least favorite narratives as well. And just because of how it ended up being delivered, I think yeah. it, maybe if Matsuno had stayed on the project and he would he had been able to be there to guide the story as it developed, then it wouldn't have turned out the way it had. Because obviously, in his original vision, Vaughn didn't really exist. Uh, mm. that that character was forced on them by marketing the marketing department um and then when uh watanabe was was rewriting the script matsuni wasn't there um so like yeah i mean it's, it's easy to see why 12 went the way it did but i also yeah. know there's lots of people that do love the story of 12 as well and yeah. there are merits to it but it it probably wasn't as uh as as well crafted as the story of tactics yeah um but yeah i mean like i my is my faith in Yoshi P like quite high? I mean, obviously he's not the director, but producer. Like, yeah, like I mean, people say that Stormblood has a really, really, really good story. Um, I've yet to witness it myself because I don't play fourteen because I just you time. guys know time is horrible. Um, but like, yeah, I'm I'm. I'm I'm willing. Well, I kind of have to give it a try, don't I? <laughs> I don't really have much of a choice. <laughs> so at the moment, I'm just kind of um, I'm excited, but I'm like a bit more on the yeah, indifferent side. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. And then I guess my my next question is, 
if they could reveal one more thing, what do you want to learn most about next? Um, I'm not sure. It's just so broad. Um, I guess I'd like to know more about, um, I don't know, the combat maybe. Like, I really am curious as to whether or not it's going to be, um, they're going to you do it in a similar way to seven or 15. Like, I'm, I'm just curious as to what, um, how they're going to sort of bridge the gap between fans who are, um, coming in from 15, coming in from classic, coming in from, seven remake you know like how how are they going to make it um compatible and interesting for all of us and that i think is actually one of my biggest concerns about the gameplay because uh ryota suzuki obviously he worked on dragon's dogma and devil may cry 5 from what we've seen so far it does seem as though they're going to be creating a unique combat system Mm. which doesn't really reference anything seen in 15 or seven remake Mm. And if that's the case, I think that's going to be a a big mistake. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me based yeah. on Square Enix's track record where they basically don't learn or share anything between any of their divisions or departments. No, they just make their lives so much harder than it needs to be. All for the sake of like, it's almost like a case of these these people just assume that they know better. Like... Okay, you know, I I'm in charge of this game. Well, this is the way that I want to see my game going. I this is the way I want to see my game going and it's just kind of like, you know, but you have to okay, like you have your own interpretations, but the things is that fans have their own interpretations of how a Final Fantasy should be and you're just confusing us by constantly changing it all the time. It's one of the the things that maybe like with the way they've structured their company, it feels like they've created this issue for themselves. Because mm. if you think about the olden days, Final Fantasy 1 through 3, they pretty much had a consistent person working on the battle system. It was uh, Kawazu, uh, sorry, 1 through 1 and 2, and then um, uh, Tanaka, I think, took over 3. Uh, but he'd also worked on the first two. And then Ito took over the battle systems pretty much from Final Fantasy uh, 4 through 9. Even 7, when he wasn't uh, directly in there, he still laid the foundation for the battle system because he was working on tactics instead. But there was that level of consistency. And uh, with Ten, Suchida, he wanted to try and create something that was a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that made the conditional turn-based system. So it was a deviation away from the ATB system. But there were elements of the ATB system in there. But every single time since then, there's been a completely different person in charge of the battle systems. Uh, so Ito did 12, uh, Suchida did 13, but they didn't really speak to each other about what they wanted to do. Um, 11 was the, a completely different person as well. That was the person who did the Chrono Trigger battle system, I think. And then 14 is obviously completely different again. 15, completely different again. Um, like it, it feels as though if they went back to the approach they used to have where ito is unofficially the battle system guy yeah he has different people working on him with every game that can bring fresh ideas and innovations and stuff and but ultimately he's the main guy like final fantasy 7 remake uh Tirada did a, a great job in building out the battle system there and, and overseeing that vision mm-hmm. really 
just make him the main the main guys in charge of battle systems for every single major final fantasy experience and then ryota suzuki can then work with tarada to say okay so you've got this battle system here for seven remake i think it's really really good here's some of the tweaks I've, i feel like we could make with it to, mm-hmm. to make this this game a little bit different uh, what do you think? And then they could work on it together to craft uh, a unique system on the same foundation. And then Tirada can obviously do the same thing with the Seven Remake Part Two, where he's working with different people. And yeah. then yeah, you'll you'll get some like slight diversion in terms of like the battle systems between the Seven Remake and and whatever they do with Sixteen, but it will still be familiar. Yeah. And I feel as though that's that's the big thing that they miss out on. They don't they don't think about that consistency because yeah, Fifteen, Seven Remake, and Sixteen are probably going to have very different battle systems like seven remake had small elements of 15's battle system in it but it also pulled from kingdom hearts 3 it pulled from the original final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. basically they made something completely new that didn't really have any similarity to anything prior mm-hmm. 16 from what we've seen it looks like it's going to have more in line with devil may cry 5 mm-hmm. at the moment and which is not what anybody's expecting no so like if they could if they can blend it with the seven remake and you know i'm i'm still really hopeful that like they're smart about this and mm-hmm. they have looped in tarada who's working obviously on the seven remake part two but mm-hmm. shouldn't be working on it as crazily as he was for the first part because the bulk of it should be done yeah but yeah if they can loop tarada into what they're doing with 16 that would be that would be smart there would be a smart decision it would be a sensible decision mm-hmm. whether or not they choose to take that route <laughs> whether or not they are sensible <laughs> yeah yeah no like i mean yeah that, that that's that's really what i want to know but um yeah it's it's just hard it's really hard to know what's gonna be coming from that yeah well, yeah those are my two questions i think uh hopefully you guys have enjoyed the discussion about the the new reveal about the 16 information fingers crossed it's not too long to wait uh, yoshida said that there will be a the first like because obviously this wasn't like a, a major news blast or anything um it was just the launch of the official website but i'm next year he said there's going to be like a, a big media reveal so mm-hmm. they're probably going to get loads of the press into like um see a demo or, or something i would have thought uh but we don't know when that's going to be uh e3 obviously seems like the most logical place but who knows if e3 is going to be the same thing anymore yeah and i think if anything this year has shown that it doesn't you don't need it yeah they can do whatever they want whenever they want and people will pay attention yeah exactly so we'll uh keep our eyes peeled for what's going to happen in that regard um who knows maybe even we will get invited who knows knows? probably not but we can we can hope (laughs) anyway yes so that's the the major discussion um hopefully you guys uh are excited about final fantasy 16 as well the next episode of final fantasy union is scheduled to come on the 24th of november until then be sure to check out all our old episodes at finalfantasyunion.com and if you enjoy what we do why not support us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash ffkhunion for now though it's time for us to say goodbye goodbye guys and i'm daryl saying goodbye this has been a final production